Good morning, good morning, good morning. We've reached a, a turning point, a changing of the seasons. And um, before we transition, we're going to have a special time this morning of celebrating what has God been doing over this last season. It's a season that has had much difficulty, much hardship, and yet in the midst of it, with the Lord, there's always hope. There's always the work of his spirit to strengthen, to encourage, and he's been doing that in particular ways among us. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But what he's been doing as we've been on a journey together, whether in discipleship groups for many of us or through our corporate worship present here or listening to the sermons online, is he's been strengthening us in the gospel. We've spent 40 weeks studying and being together to encourage one another and to grow in the good news of the kingdom of God. And we haven't been doing that just to gain knowledge. We haven't been doing that to get smarter. We've been doing that out of devotion to Jesus Christ. Paul has a a passage in um, 2 Corinthians, I think, chapter 11, where he talks to the Corinthians and he says to them, he says, actually, I'm afraid that you're being led away from pure and simple devotion to Jesus Christ. There's this place For each one of us where we, um, you, you might call it first love, but a first love is something we're intended to live in our whole lives, where we look at God through Jesus Christ and we never cease to say, you are so good, you are so good, you are so good, and I'm yours. And I'm devoted to serve you. You've redeemed me and I'm yours. Use me. And so this last year has been a journey of together saying, Lord, we want you to use us. We want to be better equipped to proclaim the gospel, to embody it. We want to see your kingdom advance even as the world grows darker. And here we're positioning ourselves to be and to become disciple makers So we've been on this journey, and before we transition, or as we transition, we want to pause, and we want to name together, God has been doing these things. This is how the Lord's been at work. And so we'll have an extended testimony time this morning of just sharing with one another, amidst this season, how has the Lord been strengthening? How has He been encouraging? How has He been growing? What has He been teaching? And... A number of our uh, church family members aren't able to be here this morning, whether for health reasons or otherwise. And so some of them have actually emailed testimony and said, would you please share this? And so we'll read some of those, too. So I'll say a little bit more about that, that what testimony time is, when, when, what it'll look like when Pastor Gina and I lead that in a little bit. But right now, why don't you stand and I'll pray and we'll enter into worship together. God, we thank you that you are 
ever-present, not just in times of trouble, but you say to us, I'm with you always to the end of the age. And so, Lord, we acknowledge your presence among us this morning, and we ask that you would strengthen and encourage our hearts in the hope of the gospel, in the goodness of God, and in our pure and simple devotion to you, Jesus, even as we worship you this morning. Amen. I want to say a couple of things about our sharing before we begin to share with each other this morning. Um, The first is to show you this picture of this little lamb that is from Haiti. And this lamb sits in our office and just reminds us that we are all and each precious little lambs of Jesus. Well, in Haiti yesterday, 17 missionaries were kidnapped by a gang and um, are currently, their whereabouts are unknown. Why am I sharing that? Because we are about to share and stir up gospel hope in the midst of a world that is profoundly broken and in need of the healing that comes through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Paul says to the Thessalonians, he says, God is a God of eternal encouragement and good hope. That in God, there's never a moment, a time, a place, or a season where there isn't encouragement and hope because of what he's doing in Jesus Christ. And so our role is to stir up and to fan into flames the testimony of God's goodness and of the hope that we have in Jesus. So as we give testimony this morning, we're focused on the goodness of God. We're not ignoring what's going on in the world or in our lives that's hard, but we're stirring up testimony so that we can each encourage one another and shine brightly with the hope that we have. That's the first thing I wanted to share. And the second is simply, we hope that as many as would be brave enough to speak for a moment or two have the opportunity. And so uh, let's keep our testimonies shorter if we're able. They don't need to be long. They could be even just a few sentences. This is how God encouraged me this year. This is how God strengthened me, how God worked in me, um, what I'm learning. Uh, It doesn't need to be profound. We're just wanting to give glory to God in little ways and big for his presence and work in our lives. So with that, let's begin. We've got, like I said, um, there's some testimonies that Mark and Pastor Julius will read at a certain point. But let's just begin sharing with each other first. And uh, is there anybody that wants to be that first brave soul to come on up and say, I'll, I'll say a little bit about what the Lord's. And, and we do want to say that this is a little bit different. We're not asking you to come to us to share it first. The microphone is open. Yeah, just And just if come. for some reason you can't come forward, if you raise your hand, we'll bring a mic to you. So, yeah. okay. Yay. And if others are ready, you could even form a line up here because we do want to just be able to um, have many testimonies. So, yeah, mine is just really short. I just wanted to praise God for how um, 
the assess the assessment tool that we did like in the beginning we kind of were marking you know areas that we wanted to grow in, and at the end we looked at the improvement and in the beginning I personally just felt like I really wanted to grow in like being able to like read the scripture more and like love it and like want to read the bible and like you know, incorporate the word into, like, prophetic words and stuff. And I felt like it was amazing. Like, that was, like, one of the highest things that grew for me or one of the biggest things that grew for me in the um, during the whole time. And, like, um, just recently, like, you know, someone was texting me, one of my friends, and she was just really struggling. And I felt like all of these words just started coming to me about, like, the scripture passage that we were, like, talking about in our discipleship group and that we were talking about, you know, at church. And, like, it was just right there in the forefront of my mind, and it all just kind of flowed out. And I, it was just, like, like the Lord highlighted, like, see, you did grow in this area, and, like, this is happening. And I feel like, um, yeah, I'm just really excited about that. So, yeah. So I feel like the word became more like live and active in my life. So, yeah. Um, one of the things that's just really stood out to me as we've been going through the gospel tool and um, especially in the last few weeks is kind of the, just the idea that time is really precious and um, you know, there's an urgency um, for God's kingdom. And I've really been feeling personally challenged and convicted the last few weeks, especially to um, be willing to consecrate my time more fully to the Lord. And that's kind of a hard thing for me for some reason to, like, give ownership of that to someone else and to just allow full control. Um, but I think that he's been really helping me to grow in that, not just, like, during work hours or when there's a lot of obvious stuff to do, but I'm talking about like that downtime at the end of the day when you're just kind of done because you've done, you've done, and every, done everything and now you just want to check out or whatever. And um, I've just been feeling like he's been saying, don't just check out, pay attention to me. Um, I, I have still good things for you today. Um, and so just being more intentional about um, using that time and, I'm not doing perfectly at it still, but um, I just feel like that's an area that he's concentrating on me to grow me. So um, I'm just really thankful for how I've even seen some fruit from that already, just in personal connection with the Lord throughout my day and um, him helping me when that energy is low and I just feel like doing something else. I feel like there's more strength there. So while Kayleen was remarking about urgency, I would say the last, yeah, probably the last month I have felt more urgent as well and kind of a renewed focus on witnessing at work and just looking for opportunities. And while I kind of just do my job at work, um, I still pray for the guys and stuff like that. So I've invited a couple guys to come to, to church, and while they haven't accepted that invitation, um, last week, one of the guys says, you know, I was going through radio stations and he goes, that Christian radio station was on. And, um, uh, there was some guy talking, some pastor talking. And, uh, 
I says, was it uh, CSG? Yeah, yeah, that station. And I says, was it focused on the family? He goes, yeah, it was, you know. And so we made this connection, and this was after I invited him to church, and, uh, you know, he kind of said he didn't really believe in organized religion and, you know, that he could just get together with a couple guys and do church at his house or whatever. But anyways, um, just the fact that he stumbled onto the radio station and he acknowledged that that must have been a God thing. And so he, it was his words. It was a God thing. And so this week I've been kind of talking to him and say, hey, maybe you'll have another God thing this weekend, you know. And he goes, yeah, maybe, you know. I says, well, you can come and join us at church sometime. So these guys haven't joined us yet, but let's just keep praying that they will. I got more great news, but I got a little power thing to state first. It says I am blessed with miracle working power. I am very blessed. Last week, I testimony was that I can get my left arm up, and I can get it out. This week, I can now get my right arm up, and I can get it out this far. God is wonderful. He is working so much powerful healing in my life. And he's gotten my hospital bed. He's gotten my grants to go through for my ASC homes. We're just trying to find one. Everything is just like falling into place for me. And I just thank all of you for your prayers and your support. And I am just so blessed. And I am just bubbling with joy. (laughs) Um, This morning, I woke up with a scripture, and it's going to tie into some of the things for discipleship, but I wanted to read it because um, I know most of it, but I I sometimes forget, and you get up here and you get nervous. So, Um, And it's uh, Psalm 100, and uh, I asked the Lord, why was I waking up with this? And then he recalled to me, I'll say the psalm in a minute, that this was the first psalm when my daughter was in second grade, who is now 38 and going to Allendale Christian School and is the mom of the four boys, a single mom. This is the psalm we learned together. I remember sitting at the kitchen table, and I woke up with it this morning, and then I'll tie that in. It says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. And this part really brings tears. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And you can know the story of Ian and Owen coming to be with us during discipleship group time. And we didn't even know if we could be a part of discipleship group because we had these little guys with us a lot. But then during that time, um, they came to know the Lord, and I shared, I shared that with you. And now the Lord has asked us to help our daughter again. And um, Sharon, you would love this, and Tony, you would love this. At their public school, they have Bible Club. And Owen is going to go to Bible Club. And um, 
Caden and Braden want to help, so that means us picking them up at a certain time from Bible Club. And so we won't have to do it every Monday, but um, we decided, yes, we are going to do this. These, this is God is faithful through all generations. Our daughter, who is now 38, has four little boys that love Jesus. And so, yeah, so just to share that with you. <laughs> Wow, thanks for sharing, Caroline. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Um, I love that you shared that right before I'm going to share. Um, i got to confess, church, I don't, I don't feel like celebrating uh, this morning. Um, I'm really just grieving uh, disconnection, and I think that's on a, a several different levels. Um, one is the disconnection in our nation. I mean, we've all seen um, division like we, we haven't seen maybe in, uh, in decades. Um, two is just disconnection in our church. Um, there are several friends that are no longer attending Gold Avenue for various reasons. Um, and I've just been grieving and carrying that um, over this past year. It's been really painful. Um, and third is disconnection in my own life, uh, disconnection between me and the Lord. It's been, a, it's been a struggle. It's been a season of just wondering, like, Lord, how can I reestablish that just life connection with you? Um, so where's the hope? And that's the hope. Um, his faithfulness continues. Anytime I've ever felt like this uh, in the past, the Lord has always brought breakthrough. He's always brought um, just enough at the right time to give hope, um, to restore. And so I'm standing here today saying that, like, I'm celebrating, looking forward to um, that breakthrough on all those levels in our nation, in our church, and in my own life. So I've got a testimony from our friend Joy. When she's here, she sits over here. I don't know if that helps you. Joy Road. Um, so she sent me this testimony to share. She's not here because she's, um, she wants to make sure she protects her health. She's got lots of health things. So She says, I had never done a Bible study before, like finished it, but I'd failed at a few. One of my favorite things to tell people is about the dream that God had in mind before he ever created the earth. And that's how I feel about working on the gospel tool while it was yet being created. What an honor this has been to receive so much lifelong wisdom and also to take part in this legacy. I thank the pastors and support team, and I ask the Lord to bless them 10,000-fold, everyone. I gained so much confidence relying on the gospel tool to show me where to look for insight. In my small group, I gained the confidence I see in so many Christians that the Lord will meet me where I'm at, and he will give me what I need every time. In my group, I also found that everyone else was having their own level of guided growing process, and that it was okay to be me wherever I was at. I love the reminders to invite the Holy Spirit to lead me and speak to me. And after so many weeks, I now say to myself, you know the Lord is going to meet you here in this study and surprise you just like he did last time, so just do it. The best important piece I have gained is this, an interactive relationship with the Holy Spirit. I should share that in June, I found an online group that does listening prayer, and I believe that the gospel tool was my foundation in the word for being able to discern a godly group of friends. In doing the lessons, I learned to include the Holy Spirit in my thought process, to wait on his response, and to actively listen for more insight. 
The gospel tool gives me so many ways to look at the word. Observation and interpretation, application, and many more. And so it has definitely increased my ability to hear God in my everyday life. It's like now I'm even more sure what his voice sounds like, and I'm able to move more quickly to obey. I'm all choked up with the gift that I've been given through this study, this deep heartfelt strength I've found in my relationship with the Father, his Son, and his Holy Spirit. I thank you, Gold Avenue Church, and I bless you all, and special thanks to my small group for reaching into my home and including me in this study on Zoom every time. Hallelujah. Jesus is the holy and the mighty King. Um, one of, well, two of our group members um, also emailed over and would like us to share. This is from Alita Terpstra, okay, and Kathleen um, Pasma, I believe. <laughs> um, so this is what they wrote. Um, this was the best spiritual, scriptural-based study we have encountered. A special thanks to Pastor Dave and Gina and all those who helped to make this possible. It was a special blessing to be assigned to a group of people some we didn't know before. We had great fellowship and came to love one another dearly. Also, we, are, we were thankful to be able to meet every other week by Zoom. The material was in-depth, and we learned a lot and came to appreciate the need for memorization of Scripture. The study brought us closer to God and to one another. It helped us grow in the desire for the word and the need to witness, encourage, and pray with and for others. I, Kathleen, appreciated the invitation to participate in the study, not being a member of Gold Avenue. Um, So they just would like to um, share that. And then on a personal note, um, the way in which... Um, I feel like the Lord has um, used the study over the past year in my own life has been similar to um, what has been shared earlier and that um, just an increased awareness of um, having the scripture bear on our heart and be able to speak it um, in any and all situations. Um, and then just um, more urgency and um, externalizing it to, like, our kids. Um, and just we've had some really good conversations with our kiddos uh, and hearing how they are also hearing the words. So. Um, so I wasn't, I didn't uh, join in with the discipleship, discipleship group until about halfway, um, exactly week 20, I think it was. Um, but um, just within my personal time um, with the Lord over this last year and a half or so, um, I just really felt like I've been in a season of receiving from the Lord. Um, and so and being able to join a discipleship group, that was um, um, included in that and be able to receive from him. Um, and then it's also within that season of receiving from him, I've 
just been feeling um, the impression within the last month or so that from that time of receiving, he is beginning to prepare me to, to call me out into um, something new and a new um, ministry or whatnot. How, and he's going to be using what I've received um, through the discipleship group and just um, my time with him um, to, to propel me into that. And so it's been really cool um, just to see um, that the, how that has lined up with the church um, as a whole in, in this season of um, the gospel tool and now us preparing um, to move forward with that um, and just the, the see the ways that the Lord is working um, in the whole body and that um, that that is that I'm included in that and, and be able to do that together with um, others and that I'm not alone in that in, in that season of moving forward. Um, but yeah, so that's been really encouraging. <laughs> All right, uh, this testimony is from Nancy Van Nord, who hasn't been able to be with us for quite a number of weeks due to her um, back pain and nerve pain. And so um, I'm just going to try and channel her um, excitement and energy <laughs> that she usually has. So I, I can just imagine she would be up here like, like this kind of, okay? So, you know, get, get it lively here. Okay, so I loved, loved, loved the Gospel Tool Bible Study. And greatly benefited from it. First, I loved actually engaging in the study. It was well organized and systematically laid out. It broadened my understanding of scripture. The pastors have created an invaluable lifetime reference of being able to help people grow in becoming disciples of Jesus Christ. Second, I loved meeting in community. We had a wonderful discipleship group and had deep and thought-provoking discussions. I really saw the value of learning in community and spurring one another on to deeper levels of maturity. This, in turn, has given me a desire for more Christian community. Third, I loved serving as a co-facilitator with Mary Swearinga and totally depending upon the Holy Spirit to help me work on the lesson plans each week. Every time I asked him to give me direction as to what to highlight, he would, in turn, map out the entire lesson plan for me. I never once felt panicked that he wouldn't supply our needs. Fourth, I learned to increase my dependency on the Holy Spirit in the moment while facilitating a particular lesson. I felt far less pressure about being a facilitator than I have in the past. Fifth, this study has encouraged and motivated me to be much more intentional about speaking to people about Jesus Christ. Being a major introvert, I can't say that I have arrived at the point where I would like to be, but I am encouraged that I am making progress. I'm grateful that I had the privilege of participating in this study. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. (laughs) Just put a hand up if you would echo Nancy's um, statement about, uh, I learned the value of studying God's word in community. Yeah. Come on up, Sandy. So part of my testimony is that I found Gold Avenue and joined a discipleship group all on the same day. And you weren't even meeting when that happened. So that's a testimony in and of itself. But I 
uh, going through this group with Pastor Julissa as the leader, my group will know that I kind of struggled with the king-kingdom role relationship box consistently. And I think that's because I tend to be more of a detailed person and I can get lost in details and miss the bigger picture. And so as a group, um, we, we could work through that. And so I feel like the Holy Spirit just, just connected so many dots, the bigger picture of the gospel and those pictures, um, the little artwork things really helped me to get a, com- a more complete narrative. But the other thing that happened is I grew in understanding. I feel like I, I know the king and I experience relationship with him. But understanding more the kingdom and my role in the kingdom, um, I just gained greater understanding. And... As I'm praying for certain people as we work through this, now I'm thinking about Holy Spirit fall fresh on me. I'm thinking about the gifts that the Lord has given me. I'm thinking about the, the, the Sunday where we ask the Holy Spirit to give us a gift, a manifestation of God's power in our lives. And I'm just happy to report that today at 1 o'clock, one of the people I've been praying for who does not lo- know the Lord is coming over for dinner. And I think it's really interesting that that's happening today on the Celebration Sunday. And I'm really excited to be fully aware of all I've learned as I engage in communication with her and grow a deeper relationship with her. So thank you, everyone, for putting this together. Thank you, Sandy. Just as the next person is coming up, whoever that is, um, several of you have said thank you to the pastors and to the team, and I just want to name it's been a complete team effort uh, to, to put together the gospel tool. And in particular, you said that that visual gospel, the pictures were an image. Well, that was Stephanie's creation. She's the real creative, artsy one among us that, that just has the ability to sort of envision things like that. And so that, that was her. We just want to say thank you to Stephanie, who's, you know, now in St. Louis and getting married in about, what, six months? A month. A month. Yeah. Anybody else? Hey, Max. So the last few years, I feel like, well, I don't want to go into too much detail about everything in my life, but I guess most of my life, I've felt like God has been close to me and that I've had a relationship with him. And I feel like that has changed very significantly in the last few years for me in that um, pretty much since meeting my wife and her family and seeing how different their relationship with him was, I've started to understand who the Holy Spirit is and how he's worked in my life. Um, and specifically over the last two or three years, I feel like he started to call me in ways that I didn't realize God called people. Um, he kind of increased more and more confusion into my life over the career that I had been working for for a long time um, and called me to totally change that and 
head back to school. Um, so that was a pretty big wake-up call for me that I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if this is right. Um, and then, so about two years ago, I stopped heading the way I was going, turned a different direction. Um, and around the same time, Sarah and I both felt, my wife Sarah and I both felt like he was calling us very specifically for whatever reason that we needed to come here. Um, I, I didn't know really what to do with that, so we just prayed about it a lot, and um, we actually didn't really start attending full-time until church started back up here again, and we were interested to find that there was a discipleship group going, so we decided to join, and it's just been cool, I think, especially now over the last few months, but over the last few years, seeing how every time God has called me in these specific ways, he's followed it up, and he's been consistent, and he's always had more growth intended for me, and it always connects in a way that I can't quite explain or even anticipate, so I guess for me, closing this has just been exciting because I feel like if he's had so many things in a row that he has connected for me in my growth with him, I'm just excited to see where he takes that next. So. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, Max. Before Anna shares, uh, two things. One, the Lord is our shepherd, and he leads us in right paths. And just um, hearing that as you, as you share, you know, he keeps leading my path. But second, I want to give you an encouragement about the power of a grandma praying. Because Max just stood here and said, you know, we felt like the Lord was leading us here and we just didn't know why and we didn't know what to do with that. And I can't tell you how many times we heard Grandma Mary Swearinga say, I am praying for Max and Sarah to come to Gold Avenue Church. I am praying that they will show. And they're going, we don't quite know why, but okay. So we hold a high value on the work of prayer in this place. And I just want to take the opportunity to say again, you be faithful when the Lord calls you to prayer and he will do his part. Come on up, Anna. I think the the median age in our discipleship group is somewhere north of 40. um, Because our group is where it's the Blakes. The Boonders, the Zydervines, and um, Alita and Kathleen. So, meeting age is north of 40, but um, when you think about multiplication, multiplying disciples, we've taken that very in the literal sense in our group. Reese, Reese came just before discipleship groups started, and then Amara came, and now Kelly and Joel are expecting. So, we might have a higher median age, but we've taken multiplication seriously. Um, one, of, one of the ways. <laughs> One of the ways that I've been encouraged um, is we've prayed for friends and family who don't know the Lord. And as our group has sensed an urgency to share the gospel, um, one of the ways that I've been encouraged to think about that is um, not just in praying for family and friends, but also in externalizing my faith to my kids. So how do I think about, as I'm praying throughout the day, how do I start to externalize that so that they start to learn that? And so it's been fun to learn that in a context, to think about that in a, in a, in a context where um, we've, some of us are in the same boat and we're all thinking about how we do this with our kids and to learn from Alita and Kathleen as they've kind of poured their wisdom into, into us young families and helped us think about um, how we do that in growing the littlest disciples.
Thank you, Anna. Anybody else want to share a word? Word of testimony of thanks to the Lord. <laughs> um, I'll just be real short. I think one of the things that I was personally craving, and I had the sense that a lot of us were craving, was just genuine, authentic, Christ-centered community. And uh, we were assigned to a group, and Nick was the only one who showed up. <laughs> and it was great. We had some great, authentic community. Um, but we, long story short, ended up being reassigned to a new group of people. And uh, it was just incredible. The Lord knew exactly who needed to be in that group at what time. And uh, we immediately went really deep, had just amazing conversations, um, that things that I, as a facilitator, could never have planned out or scripted. And, um, yeah, just genuine, genuinely love everyone in that group. And um, it was just incredible, the love we shared, the depth of conversation we were able to have. Um, it was beautiful. So I just really want to second that. Um, the uh, um, the intentionality of of when we got together as a group and like it's a safe place to ask questions about the Lord that like you know these are kind of crazy out there questions. What does the Lord do with this and that? You know, and just that the 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 group time was just a wonderful time to like ask those those questions that I've had for years and not really been able to have an outlet to to ask them on Sunday mornings and um, and also um, the intentionality of of going forward like going forward with now speaking this out into our friends and family and at work and and um, I've just really enjoyed that um, this isn't like the ending of a discipleship group it's the beginning of something more and the beginning of what are we going to do now and partnering with the Lord and saying Lord um, Strengthen me in the areas that I'm weak and allow me to, you know, push this forward to the people in my work and my family that that need to to really hear, like, the gospel of Jesus in real life from real people that, you know, struggle with it and with that have questions about it and that really love Jesus and really want to see his gospel you know, in everybody's life. So, I just want to say I'm very, very thankful for these D groups. Um, D group was the first Christian community I'd been a part of in a very long time and had gone through a lot of hard things. So I was really nervous <laughs> about joining a D group and um, the amount of love and acceptance that my group welcomed me with just fills my heart. And I'm very thankful. And I'm thankful for all of the deep dive <laughs> conversations that we had because I feel like it took to this last week where I actually want to 
know God more. Um, I've been feeling a lot of resistance towards that for a long time. So I'm very thankful. I just want to share a testimony in a really practical sense. Uh, one of the things that I have the delight of doing in regular life is discipleship with college students. Uh, and when I was meeting with one at the beginning of this year to hear his story and what he thought the Lord was doing, he just kept saying, I really want to grow in knowing what the Holy Spirit does because... Uh, you know, we always talk about God the Father. I, I think I kind of understand that. We talk about Jesus. I kind of understand him. Uh, he's like, but the Holy Spirit. So I like, oh, that's really great. And uh, I went home that day and quick hauled out my binder and was like flipping through. Oh, yeah, Lesson 24 talks about the work of the Holy Spirit. And so I was able to even, in a really practical sense, use this discipleship uh, in the work of discipling. To, uh, we didn't start in Lesson 1 with him, but that's not where I was joining him in his journey. Uh, for him, we started in 20. And we're able to build there in a really cool way. So I was thankful for that. Anybody else who's um, getting a prompt or might have a little bit of a beating heart or wants, wants to say a word before we transition? No pressure. Just want to make sure everyone's able to. There we go, Marissa. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my word. The Lord has just so uh, just deepened a love for him and for the gospel throughout this whole series. And I feel like for me, growing up as a Christian, you're like, oh, I know what the gospel is. I know who Jesus is. and knew it all in my head. And man, the Lord is just like, oh, the gospel message is fresh and new. And I think especially the Lord's called me to be an evangelist, to share this message. And you're like, okay, we can do this a little bit. A lot of discipleship, I feel like, through my life. But this past spring, the Lord brought two specific people, added on to one in my life, that don't know Jesus. And have been engaging in regular conversation with them and sharing the gospel with them. And just the boldness that the Spirit's given to be able to share that message and the heart of love for someone that you're just like, I want you to know Jesus so much, has just so increased in my life. And so I am just overflowing this morning. It's so good. And if there's, if there's anybody else after Katie, if you're feeling like your heart's beating fast or you would, you just don't want to miss this opportunity, we don't want you to go home and think, Oh, I really did want to say something. So if that's you, just come on up. If there's nobody up here when Katie's finished, then we're probably going to transition. But we don't want to miss the opportunity for you to share if you want to. So, um, I think one thing that really just stood out to me is, um, yeah, just over uh, two years ago, I got the word that God wanted me to just be more rooted. Um, that was something that stood out. And... Um, yeah, it's just interesting because this summer, um, just a lot of crazy things with cars and just a lot of ups and downs. Um, but I really felt like I saw the Lord um, just, like, use the word to encourage me, but also, like, just seeing, like, the word interact with the Holy Spirit and how, like, we need word and spirit and just seeing that as a beautiful um, duo and, like, just as kind of... I don't know, I feel like I've just seen God's sense of humor in little ways. Like, um, for a while in the summer, I don't think I really mentioned this to anyone, but 
um, the Lord will, like, put something on my heart. I, I tend to worship when I'm in the car, like, when I'm going somewhere and, you know, I'll be worshiping and something, like, a theme will come up or a lyric from a song or something really small. And then I would get to church and literally, like, the sermon would be about that or, like, a scripture or, like, and I didn't even put two and two together and realize that or, or the psalm I was reading the day before would, like, stand out or someone would talk about that and just, like, little things. Um, where I feel like I was just seeing kind of the Holy Spirit, like, connect things and being like, yeah, I'm speaking to you. And, um, like, even just in a funny way, like, I was like, that's so crazy. Um, yeah, so. Beautiful. You're learning to recognize the presence of the Lord with you, right? I'm with you always. We're often unaware. Thank you, everyone, for for um, being uh, brave and taken the opportunity to share, all the glory goes to the Lord. Let's give him praise for what he's been doing. Mm-hmm.